I love working with the doctors that throw me to the wolves. It's not like in a bad way. It's more of in a way of you can do this. You know your stuff, like you know this information. And they basically just put out many fires around you. Welcome back to That Vet Life. In this week's episode, I am joined by my friend, Dr. Shelby Baden. Shelby is an emergency veterinarian working in what is probably one of the most popular veterinary ERs currently, the Veterinary Emergency Group, or VEG for short. The VEG model of emergency work is growing rapidly, and they are making one thing very clear. Mentorship is integral to how they train their new grads. Listen along as Shelby shares her recent experience of completing this rigorous training program and gives a behind-the-scenes look at the culture of VEG. Let's jump into it. So to get us started, I honestly, thinking back to where we were the last time we chatted, like we were both students who were so bright eyed and full of life. And now here we are, we're in practice. You have been in practice for just about a year. Granted, a good portion of that was this training module that Veg has. And everyone's been saying so many good things about Veg. And they're like, this is a cult. Like they put the cult in culture. And I think there's some truth to that. Granted, you can speak on that, but I think it's in the best way possible. So tell us a little bit about what your current role is in VEG. So I am an emergency doctor at VEG South Tampa. So I work a regular emergency shift schedule, 12 shifts a month. I also do some campus stuff. So the past two months, I've been to UGA, Midwestern, and Ohio State to do like talks, case presentations, stuff like that. So yeah. That's really exciting. I didn't know you were doing talks at these universities. And it makes sense to send someone who is new in the company, essentially, and new in training, but has been recent enough to be in the footsteps of these up-and-coming students to be like, hey, this is what you can do. This is how exciting working in veterinary medicine is, and more importantly, what ER work is. So I'm assuming that like a lot of these students, they probably are like, oh my gosh, that's what I could be in the next year, two years. And you get a little bit of a celebrity status when you go to this campus. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. I mean, you know, I try to make it as relatable as possible because I think everyone experiences imposter syndrome, like especially as new grads, when you get started and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing at all. And it's kind of cool to talk to someone who is going through it before you graduate, who can be like, yeah, like I go through that. My fellow trainees went through that and you figure it out as you go. And the culture with veg is pretty amazing because it's super supportive. And so they really do support you as you like move through your training and becoming a good ER doctor. And that's like the goal at the end of the day. So I honestly, I look up to Veg and how they have structured the mentorship for their new grads because, I mean, ER is not easy. It is so fast-paced. Things are so variable and no one truly has, like in other ERs, I feel like they don't truly give them the time to train them up, to give them the confidence, A, in the medicine, but also B, in how to take care of themselves in that type of environment and also C, to talk to those clients because that's a high emotion, high impact type of uh, environment. Mm -hmm. And to just pick up a student who honestly, like, remember, when you graduate, you don't 
know how to be a vet. You know how to survive. And that's about it. So you need someone to walk alongside you to really train you up to be that mentor so that on day one, when you're officially a solo vet, you're like, okay, I think I actually got this. I got I got a little part of this and I can keep moving forward. So let's dive into what that culture around mentorship is for veg. Like what surprised you about it? I think what surprised me the most is that everyone has a different teaching style. So it's like, depends on which hospital you're at, okay? Every hospital is going to have a different caseload and going to have a different clientele that they serve. So you're going to see different things depending on where you're located. You're going to have different amount of surgeries and you're going to work with different doctors. So some people train by like throwing you to the wolves kind of, and then some people train (laughs) by, you know, really like handholding and you kind of figure out like which style you like more. I love working with the doctors that throw me to the wolves And it's not like in a bad way. It's more of in a way of you can do this. Like, you know, your stuff, like, you know, this information. And they basically just put out many fires around you. They let you do your thing. You know, at a certain part in the uh, point in the program, you do start seeing cases on your own, you know, in the first few months, you're shadowing, and then you start taking on more and more complex cases. And when you get to month three or month four, they're like, you got this, I'm here if you need me but you're running the show. And so it's really cool for me. I really like to be pushed outside my comfort zone, but other of my fellow trainees, they liked more of the handholding and that's fine too. Veg works with you and what you like. And if you work better with a certain doctor, you can have more shifts training with that doctor, which is cool. That is really cool. So they can kind of mold it to the different personalities that are coming through so that they are setting you up for success or at least have that kind of mindset. I would be interested to find out if they have a training program for their mentors so that they can streamline it a little bit more because I do worry about the cases where you have so many different types of training within the same company that it can be a little bit almost wish-washy in some spaces um, because mm-hmm. you're like, well, with this one person, I understand how they're going to train me, but with this person, it's really different. And I just have to go between the two and it doesn't work so well. So and they do that have working that. On? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called uh, train the trainer. So they went around to all the different hospitals, I think last month or maybe in January, and they had a big, like full day long training talking about how to train the early entry track doctors and the fellowship doctors And so that was really cool because that was definitely one of the pieces of feedback I had about the program was, okay, so we shouldn't be scheduled with doctors that don't want to train us, right? You know, (laughs) kind of makes sense. It kind of makes sense. And so what they did with that feedback was it's the best part of veg is that you give them feedback and it's like immediate results from that feedback. Nice. We're never scheduled with that doctor again, you know, who didn't want to train us. I mean, it's like, some people just don't like to teach and that's okay. They're that's still fine. great ER doctors, you yeah. know what I mean? And then they had this entire workshop at every hospital for training their doctors how to teach people. And That is so cool. Right? And like That's the kind of thing that we need, that, that kind of rapid response to be like, okay, we see the problem. We're going to implement something so that we don't have this lag time where nothing happens and then it gets fallen by the wayside and then the cycle starts again. So that's mm-hmm. really cool to see. So like taking us through the program. So on day one, are you like paired with a specific mentor who is the person you go back to or does it jump around depending on what the schedule is? 
So day one, actually, we are getting certified in endoscopy, uh, recover CPR, and then uh, we do point of care ultrasound training. So that's like our day one type of thing. We go uh, to Colorado State University and train there for like 10 days. And then when we go into the hospital, it depends on where you're located. At North Tampa, we had, you know, kind of like bigs in mm-hmm. <laughs> like our mentor, yeah. doctor, our main mentor doctors, and they volunteered for and we were paired with them. But you're paired with a senior doctor every shift you work. So they kind of act as your mentor. And then you kind of figure out which one you like working with the best. And I mean, one of my friends who worked with me, he got really close to one of the doctors. And one night he really needed help. And uh, she came in and helped him at like midnight when she wasn't even working, you know? Wow. So yeah, just really stand up doctors. I could not like say better things about the doctors that I worked with at North Tampa. That is so cool. And it it just, it sets a really good example for the rest of the profession. Not to say that every single time like that a mentee needs someone to call in that they can just reach up that mentor and like that's going to happen. But it sets a precedent for the rest of Veg for the the experiences of that particular mentee moving forward. Because then they can say, you know what, this person, like I want to be like them for someone else uh, coming up through the program. So on the topic of mentors, do you have someone that you do regular feedback sessions with or reflection sessions with? Like ha- what happens there? So I do personally, uh, Dr. Liz Moses is my mentor who works at North Tampa. Like she's been my mentor since I was an extern in that school, basically. And one of the feedback, I guess we had as nerd, it's nerds, it's new ER doctor is like, Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That, Leave it to one, <laughs> I know they love that. So one of the like pieces of feedback we had w- was specifically that like we wanted case rounds with just the North Tampa nerds and the doctors. And so what they did was we had our during the program, you have Wednesday school days, which are like topic rounds. And after our topic rounds with like the entire group of really track doctors across the country we would do case rounds with the North Tampa doctors, which would be the medical director and then Dr. Liz Moses. So we would go through like, you know, septic abdomens, linear form bodies, like, you know, some of the more complicated cases that we see, we would go through that like step-by-step with her, which was awesome. That's really cool. Like, again, that they they took the feedback, they implemented something, and they made it better for the next round that came through. Oh, gosh, I just get really excited talking about mentorship <laughs> and these different forms of mentorship and what each individual company is doing to set their teams up for success. Mm-hmm. So in reflection, then, looking at the teams then for each hospital, I get they're a little bit different. But within the veg culture, like, what are the attributes of those teams? Like, if you were to put words to them to describe them, like, what would be the top three words you'd use to describe a veg team that works well? Like a veg team at each hospital? Or... So I, I guess, like, we'll use your hospital as an example. And what are the, the three words that you'd use that basically that sets them up for success? Like, what are the attributes of the people within that team that would make that team successful? That's a better way of saying it. Dependable is a great one. (laughs) I love that my nurses have excellent training too. And so when I ask them to do something, 
I don't have to worry about it getting done. That is amazing. Um, and often we ask for pretty complicated things. So uh, <laughs> it's nice. I'm like, even like little things like that cat needs an enema because I'm between 17 different patients, you know, I can't imagine um, doing that. Oh, yeah. So and I don't have to worry about it getting done. Um, so dependable, definitely. I would say as far as like, personality wise, it's just like, it's like not even a word, but like everyone is so good about giving positive feedback to each other. So, you know, things that they liked that you did, things that made them feel good, like things that, you know, you said to the client that they thought were really great. Everyone's really quick to like give you that positive feedback, which is super, super nice. And then just supportive. So there are cases that are very, very difficult that you see in emergency medicine. And the support is, you know, just I couldn't even put that into words, like how much it means when you have to euthanize a one-year-old dog, you know, because the yeah. owners, yeah, that always is terrible or hit by cars, like very young dogs, very young cats with FIP, uh, difficult client encounters too. You know, I mean, vets get sued, right? Knowing that your medical director, your hospital, the company has your back is like really takes a huge stress out of working. So I would say support, definitely. Now, just before we get on with the show, a quick word from our sponsor, which is the Thrive community from us here at VEDEX. If you're struggling with managing time, feeling like you're an imposter or burning out, then you need to make a change. The good news is you are not broken. You're not a bad fit for the profession much more likely you are missing some super important foundational skills no one is teaching at university. Skills that you will learn as part of our Vetex community. The Thrive Community is a race accredited professional skills course where members receive training, toolkits and one-to-one -one coaching to develop these skills. So join hundreds of other vets who've changed their careers for the better as a Thrive member. To learn more and find out if the class is a good fit for you, Visit vetexinternational.com today. Now back to the show. So I hope you enjoyed part one. Now we're going to get back to part two of that Vet Life podcast. Over to you, Mo. Gosh, like those are all attributes that you don't always find in every single team. And the more I ask this question of people on and off the podcast, like there are parallel lines that I find and mm -hmm. having um, like a, basically I heard like, well, we didn't use the word collaborative, but I found I like felt the word collaborative come out of that whole spiel and just the support um, again and just the, the interconnectedness between each of those teams. Like you really feel like you get to like work well. And as a result, well, not as a result, as a requirement, you have to know your team well. Like you have to know what makes them tick. You have to know how they receive feedback, how they receive good and bad feedback. And so how does Veg set them up for success so that they can have that output of a successful and supportive and collaborative team? So we do huddles a lot at Veg. So even this month in March, we're doing like a huddle challenge where you huddle on the day and night shift with your team. And different hospitals have different ways they do it. But uh, yesterday, you know, we picked a huddle topic out of a hat. And we talked about the topic was what 
is something positive that you bring to your work environment? Ooh, that's a good and one. Everyone, yeah, and everyone had to go around and answer. It was really cool because people started shouting out things about that person, you know, that they did, that they liked, that made them feel good. And so that was really cool to see. One huddle, we had a slow day at Veg uh, North Tampa, and we did this kind of weird string game. Uh, where we've done like, this before. Yeah. 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 We go like, ahead and describe it. We like threw the yarn around the room. <laughs> yes. Different people. Oh my yeah. gosh. I love this one. And so you would be like, I like unicorns or something. And then that's just one I remember. And uh, someone would, you'd raise your hand if you also like unicorns and they throw the yarn to you and then make this giant web. And in the end, you all were connected to each other. And then you cut the string at the end and say like something, you know, like a goal or whatever. Veg has these culture camps that they do at every hospital and they do it at their VQ, which is like their headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm so bougie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's all about culture. Or like all about culture. Cause at I the end it. of the day, like veg is growing so fast. Like the culture is incredibly important, right? To, yeah. To it maintain. has to be strong to survive this growth. Mm-hmm. So, and it's just really cool. Like you get to learn things about other doctors, other you know, your nurses, your receptionists, like all that stuff, things you didn't know by doing these huddles and it brings you closer together. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Just the, I was actually listening to an uncharted podcast with Dr. Andy Rourke and they were talking a lot about like team players. And I think of like, when I think of team player, I do think of veg and just mm-hmm. how they are creating this bonded group, like for each of the shifts and just for the hospital in general. And like you need your team to be bonded in order for it to be successful. Um, Because again, like you said, like you're in high stress environments, things are not all sunshine and roses. You might have like five euthanasias in a row. And how does your team not just survive, but thrive through that? It all comes down to how well they know each other, how much they trust each other. Because like you said, they're dependable. You can give them a list of things to do, like go do that can you go do that cat enema and they'll, they'll do it with a smile on their face. Like, like what, how yeah. is that something that even happens? Like it doesn't happen in most practices, unfortunately. Yeah. And I mean, I would be lying to say everyone always has a smile on their face. Like it's <laughs> ER. Um, so when Sometimes did, they're yelling with a smile yeah. on their face. <laughs> when I did my talk um, about early intratract specifically at UGA, the veg ambassador, the student ambassador, he came up to me afterwards. He was like, you know, I was listening to you talk and like, I appreciated your authenticity and how real you were about the program and how hard it is, but how rewarding and, you know, well-prepared you feel. But I realized that he was like, what is the trap here? And it's the trap is it's ER, you know, it's emergency medicine. And so you really have to like emergency medicine. You have to want to be an emergency doctor and veg can have everything you know, all the support in the world. But if you don't want to work in emergency medicine, you know, don't, don't work in emergency medicine. Like there's nothing, like, <laughs> nothing to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like, it's not, it's not going to fix your problems by working with veg just because they have all the resources and the culture and the community. You know what I mean? Like it's still really hard. And when you have those days where you are the only doctor and you have 16 patients in the ICU and you saw 28 outpatients, you know what I mean? And your nurses are running around like crazy because there's just 
so many patients and there's not enough people in their critical cases, you know, yeah, that sucks. You know, that's really hard and it's amazing that we can do it. And it's amazing that we can, you know, like for the most part, enjoy our job, but yeah, there are days that are really hard and like hard on the staff, hard on us when COVID was, you know, rampant. Yeah. Yeah. That was really bad. Like, you know, a lot of our staff was out and (sighs) it's really difficult to run a high case load ER with, you know, three nurses, right. And one doctor. And I can't even imagine having to go through it and just the mental and emotional toll that that kind of work uh, puts on you. How does veg set you guys up for success and how to care for yourselves? Because it's not something that you can just like a new grad, you can't just drop them into it and be like, all right, kid, figure out how to take care of yourself when you're emotionally spent. Like, what are they doing to set you guys up for success? So we have a free access to uh, Talkspace. So for therapy and psychiatry, which is pretty awesome. It's through Veg. So that's one thing. Uh, The other thing is that, you know, if you need time off, you can ask for time off. If you need help with something, there are people that will help you. It's been the times that I was struggling the most. I mean, I remember one time I, I broke down. It was during COVID, like after IVEX the emergency conference. And, you know, I had been sick, but I didn't have COVID and came back to the hospital and, you know, it was crazy busy. And I basically broke down to Liz Moses, my mentor and was like, I am not well. And she was like, not even supposed to be there. And she came in and like took over for me basically and uh, sent me home so I could rest. <laughs> and like, that is, you know, the best part about veg is like, if you need something, if you're struggling, they will find a way to help you. So that is next level. And I wish we saw more of that in this profession. Gosh, I'm trying to get the best way to, to word that. We need more of just how we care for each other, not in the like, oh, here's the resource that you can use, but literally on a human to human basis, just how we talk to ourselves, talk to each other and care for each other is it's like the only way forward. And it's good to see. And again, a company like Veg who's taking a hold of this and instilling that as a part of their culture. It's next level. It's awesome. Yeah. And the doctor, she's going to be medical director of the veg opening in Philadelphia. She also runs the early instruct program, basically our Wednesday school days. And she ran an internship program at a specialty hospital as well. I believe she, even when I was like, not, I was really tired at a certain point, you know, it was probably like month five out of six. So we were very, all of us were very tired at that point. <laughs> and she would reach out to all of us and be like, are you okay? You need to talk? Want to catch up? You know, just like totally mm-hmm. out of the blue, like haven't heard from you. You seem less active than normal. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you okay? Are you alive? Like, I remember her sending out this uh, graphic about running marathons And she was like, you guys are in the part where you feel like you're dying. And next month, you're going to feel like you're dead. 
Yeah. Um, but then you'll be done. <laughs> so you're almost there. Just keep keep going. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, the running marathons narrative. I feel that fits veterinary medicine so well. And even just like looking at it from like a veterinary student aspect, where there is definitely when you're in that last stretch, when you're getting close to the finish line, and you think that, oh, when you see the finish line, like everything, you'll like have this flood of adrenaline. And I know for myself personally, it's like you have a flood of adrenaline for like three seconds and then you're like, is it even worth it? Should I just walk across the finish line? Like it's right there anyway. It does apply to a lot to what we do in veterinary medicine where it is not a sprint. Nothing that we do is really ever a sprint and how we train ourselves or train each other from day one of even vet school. And this is something where I think veg could do a lot is like they're already going into the vet schools, but how do they help work alongside them? to build these programs for year one vet students um, to start setting up the basics for how do you care for yourself as a veterinary student, because that then translates into how you take care of yourself as a veterinarian. And if we can start implementing that a little bit sooner, I think our profession would be a little bit better off. Don't you think? Yeah, I 100% agree with that. (laughs) So we'll see what happens in that regard. I think you know, a lot of people in vet school, their fear is, you know, not having that mentorship. And veg definitely addressed that problem with their early entry track program. Mm-hmm. I felt unbelievably prepared to start. And I, you know, obviously everyone has fear, right, of seeing something that you don't know what you're doing and it's an emergency. <laughs> But every time that's happened to me, I've had people step up and support me. Uh, Yesterday in my first cystotomy, I had three other doctors there that just basically one of them just showed up for fun to scrub in with me. Just for fun. (laughs) I was like, what? I was like, are you sure? Yeah. He was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. I was like, okay. And then I had two people from VQ veg headquarters that were there and they were like yeah you've never done one before happy to walk you through it and they just like came into the surgery suite with me and I was like awesome I feel really lucky right now you know in my first c-section which was a few days ago I dropped the ovarian pedicle for the first time and the yeah the abdomen started filling with blood pretty rapidly Uh, (laughs) I was like well, I've heard about this happening. Um, <laughs> uh, what do we do? <laughs> the most ideal ever. And, you know, the other doctor on shift stepped in and was like, this is what you do. This happened to me during my first C-section. She was like, you know, suction, find it, whatever. And, you know, everyone was very calm and supportive. And the tech that was with me was like, you did amazing. Well, I was like, oh. thanks. Uh, that was really bad, but it turned out great six live puppies and that's a awesome. living mom. So that's the best. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And hearing those little squeaks on the other, like when you're finishing closing, you're like, you can hear them squeaking from the nurses taking care of them. You're like, that is the best feeling ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was, it was awesome. So, oh gosh. And so oh God, I just, my heart literally like the excitement that I have for talking about mentorship and just talking about what veg is able to, well, has been offering and where they're 
basically planning on going with this. It just makes me so freaking excited about all of this. And oh, gosh, thank you so much for coming on and like talking about the mentorship side of the veg culture. It's a really positive area. And I think anybody who's interested in ER should at least consider veg yeah. and look into it for multiple reasons. But I want to give you a little bit of space to talk, like do a little veg spiel if you want. And then um, tell us a little bit more about where people can find you. Yes. Okay. So I guess I'll start with my veg spiel. Uh, Early Inchi Track is a six-month program focused on emergency medicine for new grad doctors and for general practitioners who want to transition to emergency medicine. Basically, you get trained in endoscopy, abdominal ultrasound, and thoracic ultrasound. Recover CPR certified, abdominal surgery, everything through CSU, which is awesome. And then you get to go to IVEX as well, um, which is the emergency conference every year. I could not say better things about the program. Honestly, it's like an internship. It's hard, but you get paid really well and you have a guaranteed job at the end of the program. So that's my veg spiel. I couldn't be happier with where I work. So And then as for me, you can find me on Instagram at traveling with one L underscore doctor, like dog tour. And (laughs) that's cute. That's um, cute. Yeah. I like don't travel that much anymore. You know, COVID life and veg also has a travel doctor position, but I was like, like, I think I'll I'll stay one place in one place, please. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, you can find me at veg South Tampa. It's my new home hospital. So thanks. That guys. Is, that's exciting. And I honestly, guys, if you want to find out more about Veg, if you want to follow Shelby, all that information will be in the show notes. And if you have any point and want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at Dr. Mariah McCauley. Yeah, all that information is in the show notes. But once again, thank you so much, Shelby, for coming on and chatting about Veg. It just makes me so freaking excited, as I said before, about all of this um, and just where mentorship is going for this profession. So with that, you guys, we'll say thank you. Um, And if uh, until next time, y'all, see ya. And that's a wrap on today's episode of That Vet Life Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now, before you go, I have a quick request. Now, podcasts and communities, they grow the best and they grow the biggest when the members spread the word. So if you know someone who you think needs to hear this episode, or if you found value in this episode and want to share it, go ahead and share this with your friends. And also don't forget to head over to vedexinternational.com and enroll in the VEDEX community for free to get access to a bonus version of this show. You'll also get some free swag and many, many other amazing benefits. Also leaving a review of the show on iTunes, we greatly appreciate it because again, it just helps get the word out. But until next time, y'all, I hope you enjoyed this episode of That Vet Life.